Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Hello and uh, welcome in on a Libations Friday. Loose goosey, huh? On Twitter, it's at Jay Cameron Show. Good to have you on board later in the hour. I'll continue to bet games with my mother and further the distance between her and me and the picks calm. That'll be fun. Uh, Florida State tomorrow noon. And looking forward to it because uh, I do believe this is a test. It's a tough test, especially for a group that uh, just came off a very, very emotional win. Um, a game that obviously you needed to win for a lot of reasons, recruiting being uh, first and foremost, but also for your own confidence and belief and a payoff for the hard work. But you know what good teams do, and this is not a good team, as evidenced by their record, but one that is growing, one that is getting better, one that we think will eventually turn into a good team, and they've developed the habits that get you there. But what, what teams do that take the next step is they handle that success. They enjoy it in the moment, and I think they certainly did, as we saw the celebrations on Saturday. Maybe even revel in it uh, another day or so, but then they button up, they get focused, and they put in the work necessary to ready themselves for another game against a team in which you're an underdog. So, again... You're going on the road to face a team that at the very least has shown to be your equal, in some areas better, in some areas worse. And if you're not focused, if you're not locked in, if you're not as pumped to play this game or at least as intensely focused to play this game as you were the last, you go and get beat. And you don't undo the win that you just had, but you certainly dampen the spirits and the joy from having won that game. And you also remove yourself from consideration for for a bowl in all likelihood. So... This is an important game. It's a tough game, and I want to see where they're at on Saturday. It's a sleepy nooner. It's not a place that has an intense atmosphere. It's not a place where, you know, a lot of times when you go on the road against a good team and a strong tradition and a large fan base, just walking out onto that field, running out onto that field from the tunnel is enough to uh, be energized and to be focused and locked in because you know um, you're, you're in a big-time place. You're in a big-time atmosphere. But that's not here. This place is sleepy. It's quiet. It's a little chilly. It 
It's not tradition laden at all. You have to provide your energy. You have to provide your focus. You have to provide your intensity. So tomorrow at noon, we'll see if they can. Um, Tom and I have stated most of the week that we believe they can. We think they've been that kind of professional, for lack of a better term, that kind of buttoned up. And uh, I'm interested to see if we're right. I mean, there's a chance we're not. So I'll be locked in at noon, just like everybody else, crossing my fingers that we get that group as focused as we think they should be. They also cheat up there in Boston College. We know this because we were there for the 2014 game. Uh, who was it that went nuts about that the drum line is on the speakers in the PA system? Was it you? Was it the Britons? Was it Alicia? Somebody in our group was mad about that. But like they piped in the drum line from the band on the speaker system inside the stadium, which you're not allowed to do. For yeah, every they play, did. they did. You're every right. I play. Forgot about that. Yeah, but nobody cares because it's so sleepy. Nobody cares. So, it, like, it if you did that at a big university in the South for a big time game, you'd get fined or something by the conference. The ACC doesn't really care at all. To I me, if they still do that, yeah. Oh, I'm sure they do. Like, who's? They're probably still talking about their next Ireland trip too at every commercial yeah, break. We whenever heard that's that be. four thousand times oh, while we were there, goodness. buddy. So for me, I think. I'd be much more worried about effort and intensity if that Miami win was our sixth and the Atlantic division was out of play, out of play. And, and there's yeah, nothing no, to go get except yeah, to win over yeah. Florida. Well, like, I'd, I'd worry. something. Well, but you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, like, yeah, so, yeah. therefore, you've hit your goal of going to a bowl. You can't win the Atlantic. You can overlook this You've one, got yeah. Florida next week, so what the hell is this road trip up to Boston? You know, like, who cares? Well, the good thing about – you make a good point. The good thing about the, what Mike preaches and what the staff preaches and the consistency of message that we alluded to last hour is that it isn't necessarily about these peaks and valleys. It's always about the right way to prepare, the right way to compete, the right way to play the next play. Right, the right way to do all of those things. I think that's a smart way to build. You understand that you have rivals, and you understand there are going to be games that uh, uh, cause uh, more adrenaline, more emotion than others. But if you go through the process, and we get tired of rolling our eyes at process talk, but if you go through that and you know that this is how we do things, this is there's a way to do things the right way, we're going to build it that way, you're going to prepare that way, and each and every week you'll be in a position to succeed because of it, then you do usually find a way to avoid some some valleys there. Um, you don't want too many highs and too many lows. You'd like just a standard approach to playing good, solid, fundamental football, relying on one another and executing plays. I understand that BC's quarterback being healthy adds to the difficulty of tomorrow's game. Of course, it makes them a better football team. It makes them a much better offense. But I, I just I keep coming back to the fact that what about what he does is going to surprise this defense. This defense has been exposed to a lot of good quarterback play this year. A lot of it. When you run down the schedule and you look through team by team, more times than not, the quarterback on the other sideline is a plus player for some reason. You know, Devin Leary, a lot like the guy we're about to see tomorrow. Van Dyke, unbelievably dynamic. Didn't look like it in the first half, but he sure did in the second half when Miami started figuring things out, some of the throws that kid made. Jack Cohn. First week of the season, plays the game of his life. The throws, you, you can laugh about what he's been since then, but the throws that night, he's throwing kids open. It it's infuri- ridiculous. It infuriated me because I said that, you know, you won't see him do that again this year. He hasn't. This guy can do it too tomorrow. There's no doubt about that. But but what I'm saying is you're not going to get flustered by what, oh, what no, this kid see, brings to the well table. You're well prepared. You're prepared. You're very prepared, yeah. It's just whether or not you're focused. That's why we continue to look at that. You got That focus has got to be there. I like the matchup. I really do think it matches up well for us. What we do well, they do poorly. Um, so, you know, that's ideally what, you know, you go on the road. If you want to run the ball, that travels typically uh, if, you're, if you're able to run the ball. So 
again, you, this is not a, a game where you're going to have Jordan Travis throw the ball 30 times. Um, you're going to want to run the same sort of offense you've been running. I think you can create those angles in the run game, give yourself a chance at explosive plays, and uh, from there I think you'll have success enough to be in a position to win it in the second half. Uh, you know, I, I really fell in love with how hard and how intense, how physical our secondary played last week. Uh, if they show up here on Saturday early on and, and punish people, for catching passes and get to the quarterback with the front four, this could be a very good day for Florida State. Now, I'm not getting ahead of myself here. I'm not getting carried away. It feels like a matchup that if they care and they're intense and they're focused and they execute, that they could we could win by a couple of scores in the second half. They may be turning into something. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Right. That's the thing. Like, they're better with Amari and Cooper. I think we would agree with that. Oh, now, without right? question. It yeah. was who the hell is that on the road at Clemson? Like we all know the roster, but in you know in the throws of a game and you see intercepted that. 37, oh my God, Amari and Cooper, to by the end of the Miami game, ooh, oh, wait wait a minute. Maybe this guy is somebody that should be out there for every snap, like mm-hmm. every week. Yeah, I think he makes us better in the secondary. What you saw out of Jamie Robinson last week getting downhill. Well, he's is, made us better, period. Absolutely, yeah, he's he been has. A good player, yeah. Akeem Dent is inconsistent, but when he cares, he brings the thunder, man. He will hit you over the middle, and I think there are going to be some opportunities where Boston College receivers or tight ends over the middle could be open to taking a shot. And will we be in good enough position to finish them off in those plays, jar the football loose, and then it's either an incomplete pass or it's a direct turnover for us. And also, the the last point that would concern me, and you mentioned this, if it wasn't yesterday, it was Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Jordan Travis. Falling in love with his arm. There it is. You've got to be very careful about that. That's something to monitor because it's all part of the growth process, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a catch-22. You want that confidence in the passing game. You want that element of attack in your offense that you haven't had. It opens up your ground game if you do it. It changes everything about who you are and what you can be. There's no doubt about that. At the same time, you can't expedite the growth. You can't suddenly be where you want to be as a passer because you had one good moment in the second half or a couple. You have to be able to show consistency with that. And, you know, I worry that maybe early on in your effort to do that, you, you turn down some opportunities to, to take free yardage. Because um, they can cover Boston College. Well, and we don't have receivers that get open. So the combination is a problematic one. Uh, I will say this, in the games that I've watched, and I know, Tom, you go back for your features, but I went, I went, I've seen a couple of Boston College games because I, I like to gamble. Um, but they will play, and this is Halfley's M.O., by the way, they will play an inordinate amount of uh, man coverage. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Oh, well, please do. Right, exactly. Please play man coverage, because if you're in man, your back is to the quarterback, and we are about to take off on the regular. Yeah, agreed, and that, that's what they give up. And then run you into a zone, and They're then we'll run the to. football. The hard part with Boston College is there's there's really not a lot of good tape that you can consume because it's a complimentary game. And when you don't have your quarterback for half the season, like everything about the way the game plan is structured, mm-hmm. the way the defense will play to the offense, and vice versa changes. So it's hard to get a real gauge on how they want to call a game because even when they're fully healthy in the beginning of the season, they're facing Colgate. You know, So like... I can't go watch the Colgate game and say, well, this is what Boston College is. From back in September, that's going to translate to what we see tomorrow against BC. So in an odd way, even though it's a November game, you don't have a lot to go on here. You almost have to go back to last year's film to understand anything about what they do. Yeah. Hey, Rob, thank you for the contribution to what we do. Another one, and uh, we appreciate that uh, a lot. I mean that, and we really appreciate you. uh, Woo! uh, uh, Yeah, this is... uh, 
I, I, you know, we have to give, we're required to every week. Um, I say we're required to, like it's some sort of uh, inconvenience. I don't mean it that way. Uh, Tom and I and every member of Warchant um, has to give their predictions for the week, and we video those and, and put them up on the site so that everybody knows where um, the folks that work at Warchant stand for that game that week. Um, you know, so for example, last week I had Florida State winning 31-28, or 31-30, excuse me, I had them winning 31-30 over Miami. Uh, it turned out to be a great prediction. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you get it wrong, sometimes you get it right. I was not only buoyed, but uh, I was a little bit arrogant uh, this week when you guys reached out and said, Jeff, make a pick. And, and, and by arrogant, I mean I put, pushed the chips to the uh, middle of the table there with uh, Florida State winning 34-20. to 20. I, I feel yeah. like it could be a comfortable win. I said might even turn into a bit of a rocky chair game, It's buddy. a foreign feeling. It's weird but, to say aloud. Yeah. If you consider what you've seen for North Carolina and Miami, which are two games in which we are sure that Jordan Travis was healthy and the offensive line was yeah. relatively healthy, even though we lost DLT in the North Carolina game, Bavion came in and did a wonderful job. You see what this offense can be, which is consistent against mediocre to slightly above average opponents mm-hmm. defensively. Mm-hmm. And that's what this pro- uh, program is that we're seeing tomorrow. It's funny too. I, I forgot to submit the uh, the video. Oh, I, I, I was late. I, I got it in to, to Aslan, but uh, I'm so used to doing the report with you and or somebody. Yeah. I've been doing the report for like six weeks straight. Yeah. That they said, "Hey, how about your prediction video there, Slick?" It's like, oh, it's usually taken care of. But I, like you, had Florida State winning by multiple scores. Did you? Okay. Last yeah. week I picked the Noles to lose because I thought Miami just had too many athletes, and and the second half looked like what I thought the whole game would look like. Mm-hmm. But Jermaine Johnson was the best player on the field, and that's what happens when you've got the best player. They can wreck games and change outcomes. Jermaine Johnson will be the best player on the field, and that includes Strukovich, I think, tomorrow. Yeah. Well, that's huge. That changes things. Uh, yeah, I think uh, getting to the quarterback and getting him off his spot and, and, and getting him flustered obviously changes the game. You're going to have to establish that early. If you don't, it could be a very long afternoon because if he's got time, he's going to hurt you. And we're just, you know, we, we've seen improvement. We like where we're headed, but we're not great yet. We we still have guys that, you know, we, we've seen the games. But the question is, you know how confidence can make oh, you something more everything. than you've ever yeah. been? Yeah. Well, let's just say that they had a good week of practice, which is what the whispers, which is what the whispers suggest. Were. Yeah. They could be better. Well, they could be. I, I, There's room to be better. It's not like they've hit their ceiling. This is no, it. They no, can't no. move forward. Without they could question. move forward. And it would behoove the coaches to see that happen because these guys aren't guaranteed to be back next year, some of them. So absolutely. Uh, I like to believe and would like to believe, you hinted at it a few minutes ago, that they could be turning into something, for lack of a better term, right. Like they could be turning into a pretty good team. Maybe pretty good team is going to beat B.C., Pretty good team's got a real good shot of beating Florida. Maybe even a bad team can beat Florida right now. We don't know which Florida will show up on that fateful day. We'll see. We'll be monitoring them. If Lee Sterling's right last hour and he has Mizzou beating Florida, well, I mean, I'm you're going to get a Florida team that's going through the motions, probably. Uh, probably. You always worry about yeah, that. you got to put him down animal. in the first round. Yeah, you got to early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see. Turn I don't, the crowd against him in the swamp, all of that. I just don't know that we're necessarily equipped to do that just, just yet, but... Maybe we are. Maybe we're growing into that bunch. Maybe we're becoming that group that through the hard work and all the toughness and all the times you had to pick yourself up after an embarrassing, humiliating, historically bad loss, you know, all those, maybe, maybe it's really hardened this group and they are so thirsty for success that that win last week was just like, oh, well, that was good. Let's keep this. You know what? This is a lot better. Well, that's this the, is fun. There are some teams where, uh, you know, a great example is in hockey in the playoffs. 
if you're down to one Canadian team, right, and it's a, it's a winner-take-all game, Canada hasn't won the Cup in nearly 30 years, and you know the pressure of a country is on that team, that counts for something. It takes a special Chicago right, Cubs right. team with David Ross to win the World Series, especially in a Game 7, because you feel that. The moment yeah, you, you sign with that organization, you feel the way. It'll take a special baseball team here in Tallahassee to win the College World Series who can handle because all of the those whispers. Because of the weight of the lost opportunities, right. And those those whispers will grow to shouts when they get off the plane in Omaha. They'll be quiet, then you get on the plane in Omaha, you, you land, yeah, 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 and yeah. you're going to feel the weight of that. What does this team have anything to be afraid about? Like You think about all the things this group has gone through, either this season or the past three or four years if they've been here on campus that long. What do you have to be afraid of if you're the Knowles? Nothing. Yeah. That includes a trip to Gainesville. What are you afraid of? You've already been through the depths of oh, hell. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think they'll be afraid at any point. Uh, I think they are hardened and tough, you know. I mean, we've talked a lot this week about uh, one of my favorite aspects of the 4th and 14 conversion, and it gives you a lot of hope moving forward, is that that's in rhythm. That's a real play. That's, a, that's an element of the passing game we haven't seen. He throws it in the most crucial moment with the most amount of pressure that you could possibly have. A do-or-die situation. Quiet feet, quiet body. And he throws it in a way that we've been waiting for for a long time, and it's beautiful to watch, and it's a sign of real growth and emotional maturity and confidence. So, yeah, I don't think they're afraid. I've never thought he was afraid. I just needed him to get better, and he's gotten better, and let's see if he can consistently do that. That'd but be good. You can see games where, where teams, they go on the road, there's a lot of false start penalties and, and anticipation penalties, and you're like, man, they're nervous. Well, Miami. Look at Miami last, last week. Last week, Jesus. That was an embarrassment. That's that's enough to get you in a little bit of trouble with your athletic director, whom they fired. But I, I would I would just say that it's one part of the montage that didn't make it on Monday. A lot I mean, of other things it, did, but offsides, offsides, it's offsides. It's crazy offsides. the amount of dumbass penalties Miami committed to start the game. They were you can call it being you know overly locked in and intense or, or you know, emotionally um, in the red. Eh, that's that's not a well prepared team. That 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 was not a. Mm. They lost that game in the first half. I mean, it's seventeen oh, to nothing. Yeah. They lose that game in the first half. That's that that killed them. And I think when you, this late in the year, you can't have that. And I don't worry about that with our guys. That's another thing that's really been something you know the box yeah, to check. I don't worry about. It they've cleaned it up a lot. Chef Cambridge Show ninety three three Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply that song runs hot in your ears crazy I mean, I love it, but that's one thing about you know Spotify. I've, I've had some complaints about its uh, on-demand nature of hitting the play button, but they don't really equalize their songs to be uniform. No, like some bands and some songs, yeah, like woo, nothing. And then you turn it up, and then you have a mix going. And the next one, you're like, hey man, can we get that EQ? Yeah, can we get can we, that EQ right? Can we give yeah. a little haircut to those waves? 
Uh, Khalil Mack is done. He will uh, have a season-ending foot surgery uh, in the next day or so and be placed on injured reserve. So the worst news is uh, what they uh, were hoping against, obviously, there in Chicago. But that, that is that. Uh, NFL news in general has seen a lot of discussion about uh, injuries. Uh, that's true in Arizona. That's true in Baltimore. That's been true in Tampa Bay. But uh, that's what that league is always is um, – can you get right as you get late in the year, and can you get your most important pieces of the puzzle back on the football field uh, for the biggest matchup? So, unfortunately for the Bears, it's pretty much a lost year, save for the development of a quarterback, but um, they now lose their best player. So, uh, pretty brutal there. In fact, it's time to look at the slate. We'll take a look at the schedule right now because we're going to have to talk to Mom and continue the whooping train. That's what I want to call it, just the whooping train, buddy. Cue it up. Let's hear it. Let's do it. And now for another edition of the family pick, Nick. Go to your room! Mama, the meatloaf! Take it away, Jeffrey. Well, Mama, I'm going to assume that, assume that we both had the Patriots last night. I know I did. I said that publicly on the airwaves, and I'll trust that you did, too. Yes, Fortunately, I did. Good Lord. I don't know. That was a terrible game last night. I thought it was boring. And anyway, I didn't uh, I didn't like it. But anyway, yes, I did. Yeah, it was boring because the Falcons uh, were terrible and the Patriots defense dominated the day. There was one offensive touchdown in this game and it came in the first half. And if you blinked and missed it, you didn't see another one. Um, I know, you know, it's crazy. I think, you know, in the beginning, of course, we didn't think uh, New England was doing very well, but I think they're going to you know, they seem to be coming on. They they may be. We may need to worry about them. They've won five straight. Yeah, they've, they've played really well. I know. Uh, all right, Saints at Eagles, mother. Yeah, Saints at Eagles. Um, you know, I just this, I just this, this that I have four hard games this week. Um, this is one of them. I picked the Saints, but I don't really know why. But I did. I'm going to take the Eagles. Eagles okay. playing better lately, and uh, I don't think the Saints are long for the playoff discussion. Uh, I think this begins to be a problem for them at quarterback uh, without Jameis, yeah. and so I'll take the I Eagles. Well, that's what I was thinking. They really don't have a quarterback, and so I just I don't know. But anyway, I took them, so we'll see. And if they are terrible, then I'll have to not pick them again. The Dolphins are at the Jets in a game that nobody wants to watch, but it's an intriguing matchup. Who you got? I got Miami. Me too. Washington's at Carolina. Yeah, you know, like I told you last week, watch out for that Washington and see what happens. Um, But I'm taking Carolina. I am too. I am too. I hate this game. These two teams are garbage. That's why it makes it all the more, you know, mystifying that the Bucks went there and played the way they did. But, yeah, I'll take the Panthers as well. Uh, It's a hard one. Colts at Bills. Uh, Colts and Bills. I took the Bills. Bills got to wake up here. They're not playing well lately. I'll take the I Bills. Know, I know, but hopefully they will. They're playing at Buffalo, so I I hope so. Lions at Browns. I know. I'm taking Cleveland. Yeah, bad teams I'm right now. up on, on Detroit. Hey, Detroit got you a tie last <laughs> week. They tied last week. <laughs> yeah, I know. 49ers at Jags. Yeah, I'm taking the 49ers. Texans at Titans. I'm taking the Titans. Packers at Vikings. Yeah, that this is an interesting game. I'm taking Green Bay, though. I, I really don't want them to win, but I'm taking them. I'm going to take the Vikings. 
Okay, good for uh, you. I'm going to take Minnesota, kind of a last stand here. They're four and five. They should be a, a better team than that record. They've been in some situations uh, where they botched the ending. I think they don't botch the ending this weekend. I'll take the Vikings. Okay. Ravens at Bears. Yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens. I don't know. That team is nerv- makes me nervous, too, but I'm taking them. Bengals at Raiders. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals. Me too, although they've been weird lately, I know, too. I know. That's a, that, that's I too. told you there's like four games this week that I don't know. Schizophrenic teams, both of them. Uh, Cardinals at Seahawks. Yeah, and I have a question about this game. Is I, I is uh, Kyler Murray going to play for Arizona? They are saying game time decision, and it really is the whole thing, right? You can't take like both of us would take the Cardinals if Kyler Murray's playing. If he's not playing, then you would jump on the Seahawks. It stinks. I um, know. Yeah, because I have a big question mark here by that, and so I would absolutely take Arizona if he was playing. But if he's not, yeah, then that is a real problem. So I put my initial by Seattle with the question mark, wanting to know what was happening. All right, this is what we can do, Mother. This is how we'll play this. I, too, will take the Seahawks because I don't think Kyler Murray's playing. The game, we're going to admit it now to our audience. If Kyler Murray starts, we're we're both switching our picks, so it really won't matter. It's just a wash. (laughs) Okay, all right. I'll agree to that. All right, Cowboys at Chiefs, and what's the great game of the day right there? I know it, and I have agonized over this game all day, and I don't know what to do. I think that Kansas City has got to win. Uh, It would seem to me they need to get back on track, and I just don't know which. I know their defense is terrible, and then Dallas has, I don't know, they looked so terrible, what, two weeks ago? Um, I just don't know what to do, but since they're at Kansas City, I'm taking Kansas City, but I'm not. My heart is not completely in it. Cowboys and Chiefs both looked great last week. Uh, yeah. Cowboys drubbed Atlanta, and the Chiefs found themselves and played very well on both sides of the ball. I'll take the Cowboys on the road. We got another one different here. I like the Cowboys, and I think Zeke plays a big part of this one. They'll run on the Chiefs. I'll take the Cowboys on the road. Okay. Steelers, Chargers. Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers. And finally, Giants, Bucks. You're taking the Bucks. I am, but they better. Speaking about getting their stuff together they need to get together i don't know who's playing this week i haven't looked yet to see if gronk is playing or ab is playing or who's playing well i don't know about ab's situation because he's a dumbass but um let's see here what we have uh i'll double check quickly um gronk was optimistic but you know we'll see yeah Yeah, and what about sean murphy bunting and um yeah i don't understand why in the world um O.J. Howard, they haven't used him at all with all of these people they have out on offense. I can't figure it out. Well, he kind of sucks, and that's um, and, and, and that's the problem. Like, he would have had every opportunity. Now, I do think some of this is a lingering effect from the injury. I don't think he's nearly as healthy um, as, as he was, obviously. Uh, you saw in the very brief time that they had together, he and, and Tom Brady, they found something. Uh, there was the long touchdown against the Chargers last year in the game I attended, and it looked like he was about to take off in this offense. Since he's come back, he has not looked nearly as explosive. I don't think he's anywhere near physically where he was prior to the injury. I think he's able to play. He's just not himself, and so he's not winning matchups. He's not right now. When he's out there, he's not a go-to option because he doesn't get separation. 
Yeah, it's really a shame, and and you know Tom really relies on Gronk, and I think AB too. Whenever he's got to get the ball to somebody that he knows can catch it, because like last week, um, he hit several people right in the hands, and they dropped the ball. Yeah, early in the game that happened, uh, and it led to yeah. an interception on one of them, obviously. But yeah, um, yeah. It, it, it was very frustrating. And then they got behind, and then they had to, you know work from being behind, and, uh, and Washington got all excited. And so I... <laughs> yes, they <laughs> I did. a chance to win, yeah. so there you go. They did. Love you, Mama. That's it. That's all. We got three games different. All right, we got three. We got Philadelphia, New Orleans, Minnesota, Green Bay, and Dallas, Kansas City. Yes, that is correct. Good job. I need to win all of those. You do. You're down, what, nine? No, eight, eight, eight. eight. Okay, well. Yeah, eight. eight yeah. Nine. That's bad enough, for yeah. heaven's sake. <laughs> Bye, Mama. Love you. All right. Have a good weekend. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There you go. All right. So pretty contested this week. That's right. Well, and your second and third games, Green Bay, Minnesota, and Kansas City, Dallas, are elite uniform games. Elite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited about those games for a lot of reasons. They're all very, very intriguing. Um, I'm playing a hunch on that Vikings game. Well, they're the only team in the NFL to hold a seven-point advantage in every single game this season. Well, they, they have really yep. found ways to butcher the ends of games. I've, I've sat there and, and been in awe. And you take a look at some of the opponents. Like, for example, they missed a 30-something-yard field goal against Arizona in Week 2 or Week 3 to win that football game. In retrospect, yeah. that's a good, that's, that shows you that they're not bad. Week 1, Kansas City, an overtime loss. In retrospect... You know, week one at the time, you're like, ah, whatever, Kansas City, or, or sorry, Cincinnati is, is uh, the week one opponent. In week one, you're like, ah, whatever, Cincinnati, they're no good anyway. No, they're pretty good. So is Arizona. So are some of the other. They beat uh, the Chargers. You know, this is a team so weird. that they're weird, but they might be good. I think they're kind of good. I do. Every time I watch them, I think there's, there are pieces there. But they have found weird ways to lose football games. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3, Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. You know, yesterday we were going through the coaches and locales for jobs that are opening up and where you want to go and who's available and who's the bright guy. You know, I went back through and looked at all the uh, positions that were opening uh, and that had opened. But, uh, man alive, you're looking at some game. There's some teams that you just wouldn't care about at all. UMass, Jacksonville State, by the way. Of course, he got his big win over us. Florida International, Butch Davis said, peace. Tom Arth at Akron, gone. <laughs> Not the jobs that you're talking about uh, on the regular, but yes. Perhaps uh, we look at Miami. Will they go with Lane Kiffin? Will he say yes? Last hour, Lee Sterling says he will. I think that's wishful thinking on Lee's part, but it's perhaps um, perhaps uh, spot on. Because I, I would say this, if they pay him $6.5 million, or thereabouts, uh, and you can get out from under having to try to knock off Alabama every year in the SEC then and Georgia, uh, then, yeah, maybe you'd do that. If right, you're but Ole Miss is going to counter with seven or seven and a half. You're going to play that game. Miami might have enough, maybe this time, to make these, you know massive one-time investment. I want to see it to believe it, but I think down there in Miami circles, they, they certainly believe that Lane would show up 
if he was asked to take the job because there was already a radio report down there yesterday that said if they offer it to Lane, Lane's going to take it. So I don't know what side is putting out those feelers. If this is Jimmy Sexton just trying to make sure that his client gets an extra one point five to two million a year, but whatever it is, we'll see in the coming I don't know three four weeks. Lane Kiffin, uh, let's pull it up here, Tom. Uh, my man here has been at Ole Miss for all of these two years. If he leaves, that's two years. Two years at the previous job at Florida Atlantic two years at Alabama, three years at Southern Cal, a singular season at Tennessee. Um, 0708 with the Raiders. I mean, geez Louise. That's true. My man is a one-and-done or two-and-done at best every place he goes. That the first year, next year, let's just say he took the gig with Van Dyke, that's a problem. Uh, that's a real problem. Because that kid plays like Lane Kiffin coaches. Yeah. To go for it at all times. There, so listen. They're they're five, and they've he's got a quarterback now. He's got Matt Corral right now, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and in, in college football. Uh, they're having a good year, but you know they were five and five a year ago. They're eight and two currently. Um, they've had a good season. They've had a whole lot of real close calls this year. I don't know. I, I yeah, I would think Miami would have to pay eight, eight mm-hmm. and a half to go get him. Ole Miss is not, you know, like. Unless Lane sees the bigger picture, he wants to take a discount so he can hire a super staff. But at that point, you're believing that Miami can get to a place that it hasn't been since Lane was following Monty around at practices, asking for a ride home. You know what I mean? Like, So you'd have to believe that I'm going to go all in on this program. Now, he might. He does love him some Boca and living down in, in South Florida. He, he absolutely loves everything about that. But you would have to take a pay cut, I would think, in order to get all the personnel that you want in there from a coaching standpoint because Ole Miss, if it goes dollar for dollar and he just goes to the highest bidder, Miami's going to have to wager in the eights. Yeah, Ole Miss gonna ain't going to let him to, walk. There's yeah, no way. Yeah, well, and they're already, you know, Ole Miss is already saying and kind of acting upon this as if they know that they've got to do exactly what you're describing. So, I don't know. It, you know, that is a, a football crazy place. They have increased their profile at Ole Miss because of Lane's presence without question, and he's having a good season. So and they don't got, want that to go away. They've got SEC TV money well, on top of got, the booster money. Well, they, I was going to say, they've got booster money and they've got a passion. They got, Yeah. So they're trying to get an announcement before the Egg Bowl. That's this week is this weekend. I'm sure they're negotiating heavily to try and just get a deal done. Nobody loves this more than my man Jimmy Sexton, who right now is a very busy guy. There are job openings everywhere: Washington, TCU, all the other stuff. I mean, USC, LSU, USC, LSU. If you, by the way, if you're Lane and you got the, if you had the choice, LSU or Miami, that's a different decision. That LSU job is fantastic. Those are, as you know, very well know, passionate fans, lots of money. You can recruit your ass off in Louisiana. You keep that talent in the state. You are golden. That's a good job. That, that's a better job than the Miami job, for sure. I understand that Aranda has a lot of connections to the West Coast, but I feel like given that he was back at LSU, right, that's a, that's a part of his time as a coach, wouldn't he be the, the perfect hire for them? Yeah, but they, they're not going to win that battle. Southern Cal offers him the job. He's taking that job, and, right. and it'll happen in an hour. I mean, he's that is, that's over. He's from Southern Cal. He's, he's going to USC if that job opens up. And that's not a bad job. I mean, if you're able to secure recruits out of the state of California, you're going to be all right at, at USC. And, um, you know, 
if you've got the kind of money that they'll pay, you can live in the nice spots of Los Angeles. You can be okay for yourself. Oh, I'd negotiate that, that it's somebody else's home that they just put me up in. With the uh, real estate taxes? Somebody else's mansion that they put me up Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Booster. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want that one in Malibu. Thank mm-hmm. you Thanks. very much. I'll take that. We'll take the pictures with the recruits out here when they oh, come yeah. you know, for a visit. It's perfect. But, uh, yeah, I think that's who's going to get that job. I, I'll tell you, I find it really interesting, this, this Virginia Tech job that we've continued to discuss. The thought is they, Dave Clawson is, is who they're going to go after. And, you know, okay. That's a good hire if they could get him. That's a real good hire because that's admitting who you are and what you have to be to get where you want to go. Yeah, I think, and I would love to see it happen, and this has been rumored a couple of times, if they want to go a defensive route, they've talked about perhaps going after Mike Elko or Brent Venables. Yeah, that'd be great. Take Brent's ass out of Clemson. Let's go. At some point. Let's go. Get him. I'm so tired of this. Go. Get him. Go get Brent Venables. Yes, and and listen, I like Elko a lot, but, you know, obviously for our purposes, Venables is the right D.C. to go after, not Elko. Venables is the right one. Mm. Feels like TCU and Venables just has a nice fit to it too, because he's got you big just get him ties. the hell out of here. Yeah. Well, in general, like if you're looking for a, a TCU landing job's spot, a good job. Yeah, it's a sneaky good job. They've got a. Uh, I know I I kind of recoiled a bit when I was thinking about the right guys for that job and would you want it because you have what you have to compete for, but they have a ton of money. They've got really good facilities. They've got a passionate fan base. Yeah, I mean that's the problem. Is will they still be? Will the Power Five be the Power Five in two or three seasons when Texas and Oklahoma walk? Or will we look at the Big 12 and just say that you're another American conference? Right. Because that would be a huge point of my decision. You know, yeah. if I'm Brent, am I walking to a Group of Five team or a Power Five program that's going to, if we go undefeated, make it into the college football playoff? Yeah, and if you're Brent, you've got a lot of money. You've been paid handsomely as a coordinator. You don't have to just take any old job. You can take the job you want. Um, or if we lose a game, can I be an at-large team? Like, Is it is the profile of those games, Oklahoma State-TCU, is that going to be enough star power to get the playoff committee to say that you're good enough to get in or no? I've been fascinated by uh, – I got done reading that long article on Billy Napier in The Athletic, and they did a good job of uh, kind of documenting who he is. First of all, I'd forgotten he had been at Clemson, got fired by Dabo Sweeney, and ended up with Nick Saban at Alabama. That worked out, but he's done great things at Louisiana, obviously. But one of the things that I liked that I learned about him, and you would want this as for anybody if he was a coaching candidate, he's got five or six things that he has – I mean, he is – meticulous on the details he lives college football year-round and he loves the process all of it he loves off-season conditioning he loves everything about college football and he's not motivated by money he's motivated by making sure he's in a place in which the relationship between the president the athletic director his uh, that the streamline everybody's in communication pulling in the right direction he's turned down bigger jobs than he has currently and the thought is that he's waiting for a couple of different jobs that he's think he's identified as as perfect. And one of those is the LSU job. And if they can handle hiring a guy who's coaching quote at a lower level, because they understand that he's a mini Nick Saban, then that's probably the right hire because he's recruited his ass off in the state of Louisiana. He's been on hot boards for FSU for how many different oh, cycles? Yeah, because that's the word. 
Is that oh, he's meticulous. If it, if it needs to happen, old Billy can make it happen. Yeah, Billy can make it happen. We'll come back, wrap it up momentarily. Jeff Cameron, show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV. <laughs> While many other roofing companies hire out subcontractors to do their work for them, T-Spark Enterprises hires employees, and that's because they value the immense benefits that come with having a trusted, reliable, and highly trained crew that can be held to the high standards T-Spark is known for. Experts in their craft, pride in their work, that's the T-Spark difference. T-Spark, best in town, give them a call today, 766-1340, or you can get a free quote online at tsparkconstruction.com. You know, I said to take the over last night in Louisville, Duke. That number was at 60. We cruised on past that over. Louisville got there by themselves. Tom, do you want to interrupt the wind train and pick a pick a hockey Red Russian moment. Do you have anything for tonight, or do you want me to give out some more winners? Uh, I've got a play. doesn't involve hockey, but why would I go first when you have indicated to the world that you've got a good feel for things? Well, I've got a good feel for things this weekend, and I did get the first leg of a two-team teaser-pleaser last night. That was good. Uh, we gotta, we got we to gotta hope now Baltimore does the right thing. We don't have a problem there. We get the win with Baltimore, and we say, all right, that's money train. Now. I'll give you another one here in a second, and it will be brought to you by North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding and integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today. Head to NorthFloridaPayroll.com. Hey, Big Daddy. Having some red rushes tonight? We'll know in about 47 seconds. Into an open wing. It's picked up by Dowdy and empty net. He scores. Damn, Big Daddy's done it again. Red Russians all around, Teddy. All right, Big Daddy. <laughs> it's fun, isn't it? Oh, it's fun. By the way, uh, did you happen to notice, Tom, that Malik Cunningham, your guy, you want to talk about on the table, as I like to say? My man personally accounted for five. 127 yards last night. Mm. Mm-hmm. 303 passing, 224 rushing. Duke has told us that the dead fish is no more. Right. The dead fish sleeps with the fishes. He sleeps with the fishes indeed. That's it. That's all. All right. I'll give it to you again tonight in Houston. Number 24, Houston, taking on Memphis. We're going over. Jump on it if you didn't get it yesterday from me. That number is 59 and a half. Sailing to the over, baby. And oh, by the way, Tommy, tonight, if you're feeling froggy and football's getting late, sun setting high, you've got Southern Miss and Louisiana Tech, maybe not your cup of tea. You said, Jeff, I don't want to watch that game. I understand. The aforementioned Memphis-Houston game comes on at 9 from TDECU Stadium. TDECU Stadium? Yes, right. Touchdown, ECU. Uh, by the way, I failed to mention it in Ruston, Louisiana, houses the uh, the stadium 
that Louisiana Tech plays in, and that is the Joe Allele Stadium, just so you know. Uh, Arizona at Washington State tonight at 9. That's, uh, oddly, Marlin Stadium. Or that's Martin Stadium in Pullman. My bad. Can't read, Jeff. Air Force Nevada. Yes, please. There's the game. That's the one you want to watch. Upset alert for Nevada. Air Force plays hard. They play well. They're well coached. 9 o'clock, Mackey Stadium in Reno. Let's watch that baby at 9 o'clock tonight. All right. Here's your winner for the weekend from me. Mm. Take it with a grain of salt. Okay. I'm on a neutral. It, it's not. It's neither heat nor it's cold. It's, yeah. it's lukewarm. It's a little warm. Lukewarm. You know what? We're just simmering some spinach here with a little bit of butter. Yeah. You heard it. If you listen closely, when they were talking, when Lee Sterling was on about Missouri and Florida, mm-hmm. the team total is 28.5. Over for Missouri is where you're going. I'm going up top. We're going over on the going Missouri downtown. team. going downtown. We're doing they a They average album. 31 points a game anyway. Let's go. They're about to play a non-motivated Florida Let's defense. They gave go. up 40 to Sanford and a half. So I'll take the over on the 28.5 for Mizzou. I'm going to give you another one. We're All out right. here just giving away victories. Uh, Michigan's going to kill Maryland. There you go. Michigan's going right. to kill Maryland. There it is. Yep. Just thought I'd throw that out there. The twerps. That's at 3.30 at Maryland Stadium in College Park. It is actually called Maryland Stadium. I didn't make that up. Hmm. This is the time of the show where I give you the stadium names. It's the time of the week, too. It is. It's an early kick tomorrow, you know? Early to bed, early to rise. Let's uh, go. Got some chores to get I'm done. Sta- I'm staying up late tonight. Oh. oh, forget about it. You're staying. I'm staying. I'm finishing my coffee. I'm watching Air Force in Nevada, damn it. It's football. It's 9 o'clock. It's Mackey Stadium. It's Reno, Nevada. It's a rivalry. Let's go. I got to get chores out of the way because I've got the post-game show, man. So it's about 11.30 to about 5 or 5.30 tomorrow. I've got the block of time. Join us on WarChan TV, won't you please? Yep. 10 to 15 minutes after the Knowles take down After PC. that big win, after that 34 to 20 vanquishing of Boston College, I'll tune in, Tom. I won't call in, but I'll tune in. I'll put it on in the backdrop <laughs> while I watch go. some football and crack a cold one. Goodbye, so, YouTubers. Look at my man still having to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I like that show. Uh, you have to tell yourself that. I understand. <laughs> oh. ah, just kidding. For Matthew and for Tom, I'm Jeff. Thanks for listening, everybody. We love you. Be good. Enjoy the game. Go Knowles. We'll talk to you on Monday. Oh, we'll talk to you. Into your 12